The first battery-powered electric motor was invented by Thomas and Emily Davenport in 1834, just a couple of years after the invention of the electric generator. Welcome to Two Thirds Focused. I'm Rasmus. And I'm Red. And I'm Jan. And I'm not snowed in anymore. Or I, I technically wasn't, but I had, I had snow creeping up the window. I could just see the white in the corner there. That is no, snow I can, from outside. I can only the see the, the laundry behind you piling up for <laughs> no, that's clean. That's clean stuff I, that I yeah. haven't folded. <laughs> okay. So that little bit of white over there is is snow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just for the listener, <laughs> Rasmus moved <laughs> on his right to just hide the laundry. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it works with the rest of the pile. Yeah, I yeah. just okay. forgot to check. How much do you have snow-wise at the moment? Uh, a lot. Yeah. So, a bit of perspective. The steps leading from the street level up to the first floor of the house, mm -hmm. it's nearly like four stories worth of steps. Yeah. Along that, there's a half meter of snow. Okay. On the side that we have moved from the steps and off to the side. Okay. But... Next to the step, there is like this hilly bit of garden looking thing mm -hmm. that is below the steps. Okay. So there's nearly a meter of snow that has been piled up there. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah it's great fun. Have as you long made as you a, actually a maze? don't have to move it so many times. Yeah, sure. You could do a maze. I've seen a, a, a girl making a maze for our dogs for, in the snow, and that was amazing to see. Then we need to steal someone's dog. Yeah, you can do that. And I think mean? that's frowned upon. Mm. Make make you, make you just dogs. don't want. <laughs> the only thing that happens is you don't want to share your food with the dog. <laughs> of course not. It's my food. <laughs> you dog, all, you, yeah, you go <laughs> on the route by. Yeah, that's the wrong thing to do. Ah, oh, fuck that. You just don't want to share. <laughs> <laughs> the polar bears are only male, only female. Sorry, say again. Your polar bears at your yeah, that, the, place. both boys. Yeah. Those boys, oh, damn, you can't breed them. Well, they can try, but it doesn't work that well. Yeah, but yeah, that's 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 a pity. Anyway, snow? <laughs> <laughs> yes, lots of snow. We have lots of snow. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, what about yes. you, Jan? You have? Um, no, it's a little bit undecided. Well, we have snow that's mixed with rain, and the, the weather is kind of undecided at the moment. Unfocused, okay. you could say. Oh. <laughs> no, the, the, the truly, thing truly we the have. Night. <laughs> yeah, we have exactly. So I'm starting with. No, just kidding. The um, what's happening here is we had pretty cold weather, like mm -hmm. maybe like minus eight C, and um, then we had a warm front coming through, bringing rain. Okay. So yesterday oh. was a complete chaos with um, flights not happening, trains not going, and complete mayhem on the streets. Because of mm. course, what happens if you have uh, minus, de uh, minus degree Celsius weather for a couple of days and you have some rain coming on top of that, you get flash ice. Mm. Yeah, that is fun. Yeah, mm. they talked about it. Everybody knew. I was luckily at home, like working from home, but there was just chaos on the streets. Yeah. Um, and today we had the thing in opposite, like everybody got back to work and the weather was pretty warm this morning with like six degrees plus. So my head is basically exploding at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah that, that gives a nice headache. 
and um, the, the direct opposite happened. It started raining this morning, or it rained, and then the weather switched over to snow, and the temperatures are dropping. So we're expected to have like another minus five, minus six. So the whole thing is repeating. Nice. And that, yeah. dear listener, was the weather forecast of last week. Thanks for listening. Have a good night. <laughs> that is actually true, yes, because this was released on Sunday. Well, the weather. no, the weather is actually supposed to be really nice at the weekend. That's what Hopefully. I heard. Yeah, well, We're going to have shit weather this weekend. No, I want to mm. go hiking. Yeah, it's going to be, be good weather. So you want to go hiking and you're going to have positive temperatures? Yeah. yeah. It sounds like hell. Except that frozen. I want yeah. it frozen, not melty. Okay, that diamond and snow and good temperature. Wow, you could do something outside for once, like go snowboarding or. Can you though in the near um, yeah. proximity of Oslo? I mean, Oslo, Norway is nothing but hills. Yeah, but do you have the infrastructure to go snowboarding? Do you have a snowboard? Do you know how there, to snowboard? So something that's really fun, it, not directly snowboarding. But the old Olympic bobsleigh track from '56, yeah. I think, mm -hmm. when it was still uh, Winter Olympics in Oslo, '50 something could be '52. I don't care. Uh, that's still more or less operational, and it's turned into a good old sleigh track. Nice. So you can go sleighing or nice. a, what, what was it called? Taborlin? Yeah, we'll say, yeah. I, I see what you mean. Like the sure. piece of plastic that you put under your ass and you go, Ooh, yeah. Except we gear. have the racing kind, so it, it, it has steering wheel and it has yeah, like runners nice. and all of it. Nice. Uh, and you can rent them all over there and all everything. So you can you can actually go have lots of fun in the old bobsleigh track. And it's uh, the subway stops at the end and it goes uh -huh. all the way to the top again. Oh, yeah. So yeah. So someone did some excellent city planning when they put, extended that that route. So that's an option, but also we have we have we have ski uh, hills uh, all the way around. So you could take one of your smaller anvils and put it on a snowboard, use it as a seat. <laughs> yeah, more weight, no, more better. That sounds like a great oh, idea. No, yeah, because no. more weight, more better because when it comes to riding above, right? You think you think that this is a safe course? No, no, this is a Norwegian course. There is drop off and forest on half the side of, <laughs> for mo the majority of the run. See, even better if you have the anvil. <laughs> the trees give first. <laughs> uh, the, problem is, the problem isn't in that sense the anvil hitting the tree. It is me hitting the anvil after the anvil hit the tree. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. you being yeah. between the anvil and the tree. <laughs> yeah, we don't want that. I'll go squish and not in a good way. No, <laughs> don't do that. But yeah. do, do go something like this. Like during the week, if you have good weather and snow and, nah, and nice I'm working. No, no, no. That's a that's a pitiful excuse again. No, like, it's not because uh, Dan arrives tomorrow morning. Oh, okay, you're right. So and then uh, I have a market. Yeah, Dan, with you, I fun the both of you. It's Dan. He doesn't like fun. <laughs> I'm sure he does. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, no, but uh, he's helping me with uh, the Oslo Design Fair that will start on Sunday. So we'll be nice. spending Saturday rigging yeah. at the at the venue. So I'm yeah. I'm kind of busy, and also because of the whole snow shit, the steel didn't get delivered early in the week. I got mm -hmm. it today, and I don't have time to use it now to actually build a new stand that I wanted to. Yeah. So I'll be using my old stand instead, which, which is fine. fine. It's just yeah. really annoying after spending. 
a lot of money on more steel and materials and plywood and all of it. So yeah, yeah. but you will have more time to build the the booth that you want to build for the next one, which will be in spring, right? May, yeah, yeah. So more time, more better. Yep. Is that the yeah. joint booth you're doing with Dan, or? Yeah. So he's bringing over a fair bit of his uh, bevel stuff. Nice. nice. And I ordered, I made up, I spent the, the last couple of days also because of the blizzard sitting inside making production or marketing material, specifically a product catalog. Nice. Which I'm, I'm actually kind of a little bit proud of. And I also okay. feel like my Tetris skills have advanced a lot because there's a lot of <laughs> products with images that needs to be sorted out in the right order and figuring out like, what do I feel like I need to have in the product catalog? What uh -huh. is nice to have there? And what is something I feel like I should put in there just because they portray what I can do. Yeah. And then there's like, oh, but I'm getting this printed as like a small brochure. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be limited to numbers of four pages. So I felt like doing four would definitely be too small. Eight, I thought would be good, but 12 seemed like too much. And then it's like, okay, then starting to juggle all of that around and moving things in and out. And then like, oh, and I need a price list. Mm. And I have a shit ton of products. Okay, I just need to cut things down. And I managed to get it down to eight pages, but... Nice. Mm -hmm. I, I have, no, it, it was surprisingly difficult to sort of decide on all that. And then mm. also because of the fucking snowstorm, there was no point trying to leave the house. It was like... Yeah. I kind of need new product pictures and then scrolling through my li vast library of pictures and going like, this kind of works, but the background is shit. Mm. Let's see if AI can help. And it can. I've seen the yeah. pictures and it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. it's, it's really, it's amazing the difference that it makes to be able to extend the background uh, and, and yeah. it uh, really focus your attention on the product without being distracted by I mean, the, the, the top and the bottom being something one, different. One thing is to, to moving distractions from like edges of the frame. Mm. Another, like you say, is just being able to expand it, saying like, oh, I need this image to be square instead of rectangular. Mm. So, and I can actually just expand it and it will just take the pattern and just make it flow further out and it looks yeah. seamless. It looks really fucking good. Yeah. But I mean, Photoshop was able to do that like, 10 years ago so what what was kind of the ai thing well i mean i guess you had to either cut out the pieces and put it in front of a new background or basically use some shenanigans to extend that yeah yeah so i guess it's now all automated yeah uh, a lot more you can select subject so it will identify the thing that is supposed to be in focus mm -hmm. and it can just select that for you and then you can do the tweaking oh, mask cool. around it and all of it so yeah by all means everything that I did now, you could have done in Photoshop 10 years ago, but it would take me a, maybe half an hour at best, possibly mm -hmm. multiple hours per image. Mm. And now I'm spending maybe five to 10 minutes each for each image. Yeah, it, 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 you were able to do that in Photoshop. I've, I've used an old... Yeah, I've also done like, like 10 years ago. Yeah, you can do that, but it requires to know Photoshop a little bit and to have the skills and the time at, mm. at that time. And now it's very easy, very quick. I don't know if you guys have seen the new AI that uh, um, Samsung has promoted this week no. uh, with the, the new iPhone that they are, they are um, selling uh, soon, uh, the S24. There is a shit ton of AI inside the phone that makes you do incredible stuff. Like you're taking a picture of some someone and you can select the someone, move it on the picture, remove the background. And it's like, 
now it, it takes seconds to be able mm-hmm. to do that mm-hmm. and and more um what i've been the most impressed by was the ai that live ai that translates your conversation uh when you're calling someone uh who speaks a different language let's oh. say I, i'm french i have the yeah. phone i can call you speaking french and using my phone it will translate to german or norwegian or japanese chinese or whatever and when you answer it will translate back your answer to me in french and we can have a conversation like very easily yeah. using that, that AI. that is also it's something amazing. that i think has existed for a really long time but i think it was some really tricky software that maybe weren't all that good Probably, yeah. One of my teacher in college was actually um, a, a specialist of um, automated translation, like using computer yeah. to translate stuff. It's incredibly difficult, not yeah. only because you have to take into consideration um, the language that you are translating from and the language you are translating to, like the structure of the language, but also all the the meaning of the words it's mm. not just limited to one meaning like in, no. unless unless you're english and you can't say can't nice, sharp for example <laughs> in french we have 20 words to translate sharp depending on the context mm-hmm. uh, so it's incredibly difficult to um, use a computer or machine to do that but now with the ai and the the, the capacity of c- calculation of those ai uh, it kind of works because the ai they integrated the context of the sentence like a, a more um broad meaning is uh, taken into consideration when you translate the sentence so yeah it's it's incredibly um accurate now compared to what it was 10 years ago so it's it, I, i just find it amazing uh, to be able to use that thing during a conversation with like uh, no 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 lag in in mm. the translation so yeah That it is good. nearly magical. The, almost, yeah. It's kind of, uh, yeah. We are living a good, good time for that kind of stuff. Amazing technology. I still, I still want the world to be a bit more boring. But yes, yeah, I agree. A little bit I of agree. less excitement, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Depends on the excitement, but yeah, yeah, sure. M- more quiet. That that's what I I would like. Still, amazing technology to help people to communicate or to heals himself or whatever but yeah less noise what about you jan how was your week oh it was fantastic it was just working customer visits and oh, oh, I've, i've been relaxing the evenings which was actually really nice cool. Doing it's what? been cold enough so um i threw some wood into the oven mm-hmm. and it was a little bit of reading a little bit of youtube uh just basically the time that i wanted before new year's like after christmas before new year's to yeah. slow down is basically what we did now so nice. yeah that's great yeah so really nothing in the particular where i could say it's like oh fantastic like this something happened we went shopping a little bit in stuttgart last week like on the oh. weekend but other than that shopping and, for closing uh steph was yeah steph, okay. steph wanted to go in one or two shops um which is like she is so good to go shopping with because she knows exactly what she wants she walks in it's not there she's like nope let's go i like her i like yeah. her i'm the same i can enter a shop 
take a look around and in five seconds i know if i'm gonna buy something from them or not yeah. so we yeah. have the, the marketplace in stuttgart which is basically an indoor area with um booth with selling booth mm -hmm. it's opened like all week long it's um so it's not like a pop-up so the the booth are there like every day so we went a little bit of shopping in there which was really nice because it's all uh delicacies what they sell in there nice. you got like Ooh. italian spanish you got like uh, bakery but just dangerous place. don't find everywhere it's just excuse me a dangerous place don't, don't oh yes there. yes so we we bought some nice stuff there at like the, the the fish markets and all the and humus and all the other stuff and uh, uh we did that on saturday and on sunday we had a nice breakfast so that was probably the highlight nice of, of the week yeah was doing that Sounds but cool. other than that not that much how about you guys well um, I, I said it was snow yeah yes well, so indoors. i did i did also teach a class this weekend yeah which was a new one because we had a knife blade in a day on saturday mm -hmm. and then we tried to make both a handle and a sheath for the knife on sunday okay and turns out that's really tricky to do in a reasonable amount of time mm -hmm. yeah that was one of my first questions because when i had my knife course uh, was it a beginner's course or an advanced course a beginner Okay, so um, are they allowed to grind their own knives? Yeah. Okay. It's their knife. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, because like the the course I was, they, they weren't like we weren't allowed to to grind them. No, but they they have yeah. Them we got national health weaver. They they yeah. Oh, so, so, <laughs> they can kill as, themselves. As it's not as responsibility. It's like hey, sure. you're doing that. I got liability insurance. <laughs> we got national healthcare. I see no issues. <laughs> yeah. It's nice. You got ten yeah. fingers. You don't need all of them. No. Technically, you only need six. On stop one hand, making, stop making fun of Steve. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> on both hands, like only only the three. Uh, oh, the I pinchers, you mean? Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, not these two. Index and and middle finger are are decoration. You don't need them really. You can do anything that you need to do with the other three. It's like you guys are allowed okay. to grind your own knives. It's like why are you mounting a piece of wood on your ceiling? Well, because if you let go, it it, st it sticks in the in the ceiling. Basically. <laughs> then you're running the belt backwards. What the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> that's oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So so it's the, oh yeah. yeah so it sticks in your because foot. If, yeah, yeah. If you run if you run the back if I mean from that rule one you stand a bit widely, also because mm -hmm. then you can use your whole body to shift weight and keep your elbows and uh, wrists locked and have a stately angle mm -hmm. but also if you do let go of the knife it doesn't go through your foot but the, the, the biggest problem i feel with running the belt backwards so that the belt goes up towards you is that then you start to chew on all of the grinding dust yeah and you i don't do like that, that. Yeah. yeah even though it's easier because you can see the age that you are you are grinding and the, the thickness of the blade that's and, the, and no, but you, you grind against it anyway you, gr and, you, got, you grind up with the edge up anyways because you need to see the edge yeah oh, i don't do that you're doing it wrong <laughs> probably but i've been <laughs> i've been told when i started grinding blades i've been told that if you do that you can you you will end up cutting your your belt anyway because once you're well yeah if you get it stupid sharp and you shove it in there you can do that yeah i have never so, had that issue good you're yeah, i just good. i just remembered sparks were going down so the belts were moving in the right direction okay okay, okay good and you can use a grinder anyway 
like yeah, just just angle just grinder. use the angle grinder and mount the device. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the the smart to, thing to do, apparently. Yeah, the problem I had with the class though is I because it's a whole new thing and they're all beginners. I was trying to condense the whole class down into so you can do like especially knife forging in one day. Mm-hmm. But we ended up going an, nearly an hour over time, despite mm-hmm. me having two grinders now, two seventy-two by two, two two by seventy-two. That's a lot of two. Yeah, yeah. You need them two more. I, I, I mean. Maybe not yet. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so something something transition into topic of time. Okay. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> I just did. Now it's your turn to talk. Okay. My my week went well, uh, by the way, guys. Thanks Ooh, for yes. asking. Sorry, please. <laughs> uh, so time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I long time ago when we um, we were talking about um, topics for the podcast, I wrote down something uh, close to uh, I don't have time is not an excuse, and I wanted uh, your thought on that guys because uh, you know it's it's often that when you don't want to do something i don't know if if you do it uh, um, if you are aware of that but most of the people take the excuse of not having time to do stuff that they need to do or they should do and sometimes when you are offered to do something or go somewhere just like Raz did uh, like five minutes ago when i said hey go outside play in the snow and think oh no i don't have time you do have time. You, I think that people are um, mistaking the lack of time with the lack of motivation or a misuse of their time. Um, there's this quote in a very old manga that I really like is the, the time is what you make of it. So um, when I was teaching in college, I was like um, asking the student to have to make some to to do some homework some from time to time, and once in a while I had this. It was usually a guy saying, "Hey, I, I'm sorry, I didn't have time this weekend to do my homework." <laughs> I was like, "Fuck now!" <laughs> mm-hmm. So I had to do the demonstration that in one day you have 24 hours. You are you're supposed to be sleeping for eight. You're su- supposed to be working for eight hours. So it leaves you with eight hours times 60 minutes. It's a lot of minutes that you have in a day to do whatever the fuck you want. And if you remove like 30 minutes for lunch, breakfast and dinner, 30 minutes for a shower, let's even say 30 minutes for a poop, it, you still have 300. That's a massive shit. That's a massive shit. Yeah. So like 10 minutes, whatever. You choose. <laughs> Depends what you're doing when you're pooping. You can be also reading a book. Um, or sending emails or anything else that you recording can recording a podcast. Nope, 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 <laughs> nope, nope. You can't do that. <laughs> well, I, I'm sure some people have, but anyway, um, there is a lot of minutes left, uh, and you can really do whatever you want to do with them. So, I think that, um, the the excuse of I don't have time to contact my friends. I don't have time to go out 30 minutes a day to exercise or to just get some fresh air. I don't have time to do this stupid thing that I need to do uh, and I've been needing to do for the past three months. 
and that will only take me five minutes. I don't have the time to do that. It's I think it's only a matter of, of motivation and prioritization of your time, what, what you yes. really want to do that day because of reasons that are very personal. So yeah, I wanted to to have your input on, on that. What what are your thoughts? <clears throat> I one hundred percent agree with that. Because okay. I caught myself doing the same thing. You remember when I said it's like, oh there's the video game I want to play? Mm-hmm. I haven't done it. Mm-hmm. Then on the other side I also told you that I've been relaxing for the last couple of evenings. Yeah. I never allow myself to actually start up a video game and play it because it says, well, I need time for that. And like, I don't have the time and I could be doing other stuff. And Mm -hmm. then I end up sitting there watching 15 YouTube videos and it's time to go to bed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's not just a priority because I I can actually sit there being bored, not know what to watch on YouTube and still don't allow myself to just fire up a video game and play. And I mean, I could save and stop at any time. It's not that I have to finish it without like saving in between. So I've been realizing that uh, lately and I'm not sure what to do about it though, because that moment still, I I know that I'm making up an excuse, but I still don't feel like playing the game. Well, I know that I have nothing to do on a weekend. I love like having breakfast and then sit down and start playing. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's just a ritual, but I use, I always use it as an excuse to not play video games anymore for like, oh, I don't have time. Do you think you really need to have to do something about it? Because to me, there there is no pressure for you to be playing video games. It's just something that you allow yourself to do to have fun. And listening to you, it just sounds like you have more fun watching YouTube videos or doing something else than playing video games. So I don't think there is anything to do about it. It's just like I don't know. I, I, I love the game. I think I just I'm, I make that construct in my head that like to play that I need that condition, like a certain condition to be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Or could it be that you are a bit of bit afraid of committing the time you feel like you should to the game? Yeah, like you say, but, you end up spending at least the equal amount of time just going to go wasting it on something else. Exactly. Like YouTube or TikTok or Instagram or something. <clears throat> but if you were to just say to yourself, like, no, let me commit an hour, two hours, three hours and play this game instead. Mm. But, that's the, but I guess that's kind of the difficult part. Yeah. And I think if I like start playing Cyberpunk again, because I have like the updates installed and everything and DLC... I just know I'm probably gonna sink. Like suddenly the alarm clock goes off and I have to go to work, and I'm like, "Oh God, (laughs) that might also happen." Ah, don't worry, that never happens. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Mm, No. Mm -mm. Yeah. What about you, Raz? I I try to be more conscious or conscientious about how I spend my time and what I choose to prioritize. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have an ever never ending list of things that I can do and should do for the business that Mm -hmm. is not crucial and don't require my immediate attention. Yeah. But trying to do all of them would also just wear me out and just not be any fun. Yeah, sure. But at the same time I could spend, I I would, if I had infinite time, I would happily spend, probably go back and play world of Warcraft five hours a day. Yeah. Just because that's a kind of game. Nope. Yeah, because I still want to go to the Forger once in a while. But yes, like it's one of those things where like I can just toss infinite time at it 
and I it it no matter how much time I give it, I will sort of only feel the same amount of satisfaction, sort of escapism, not getting really anything back in return. Mm-hmm. Do you need something in return though when you're playing video game because it's it's, it's immediate? No, um, no, but it, it's it's a matter of is am, am I doing this only to escape? This is the situation I'm currently in, mm-hmm. or is it to relax and recover or be productive now or later? Mm-hmm. If you see what I mean. Yeah, I see. So, are you trying to escape from something? I don't. No, not usually. But it is big. Uh, ability to big things like some people like going on YouTube, watching YouTube videos for a couple of hours to relax. Cool. That's nice. That's fun. Mm-hmm. I do the same with some video games, especially some city builders. That's really nice and relaxing. Mm-hmm. I do include Frostpunk and Ixion in that list, even though those yeah. games are not by definition really fu- all that fun and relaxing. Or they are fun, but not necessarily relaxing. Yeah, I agree. And they're not really cozy either. They're kind of bleak and disturbing at times. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, uh, does that answer your question? I'm not sure. Yeah, sort of. So you you establish like two choices escaping from something or be productive and and effective um f- during your work later so you needed to relax a little bit you need to relax a little bit mm. is that is that that's that you're doing when you are playing video games or or taking time to do something that is not work related a little bit yeah i guess it sounds a bit weird when you put it like that and it, it, it's it is not that binary in my head and i'm, mm-hmm. I'm not conscious about it all the time like oh i'm deciding this or i'm deciding this it's often enough it's like i kind of feel like something and i'll do that thing i feel like yeah but i try to be conscious about what is the thing i'm trying to achieve and is this action i'm about to do in line with that sure i get that so if i'm tired and fed up with being in the forge and like just physically exhausted but my mind is still active mm then yeah I, i might sit and do some office work if a mind is utterly exhausted then doing something mindless is a lot more appealing yeah but it sounds to me like you're always doing something that is useful or profitable or required from you no no no, no that's not what i mean okay. i mean that uh the, the binary part of it is either escapism Mm-hmm. Or it is to be productive now, or recharge actively to be productive later. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it is about production, being productive in the last two things, but it is not the, just a form of escapism, just out of habit. It is because, like, oh, I know I need to relax now so that I can be functional tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And sure. I like to relax with these kinds of video games or Elden Ring or other, yeah. Again, I'm not really mentioning specifically any easy or relaxing games. <laughs> no, no, no. Especially if you're talking about Frostbank or Elden Ring, these kind of yeah. like stressful games. But it's interesting to have your perspective on that and, and knowing that you're kind of aware of what you are doing. Do you both have a schedule, though, aside from work, aside from obligation when you are on your free time? Do you write Can down... You tell this- me what the schedule is. Yeah, okay. So, Jan, do you have a schedule <laughs> of, when you're off work of stuff that you want to do? Do you write it down? Do you? How do you organize your free time? Though? Uh, free time is organized uh, for Steph and I via our calendars in our phone. 
We okay. just think like we have a joint one. Mm -hmm. So mainly what we do is um, we meet friends. Mm -hmm. Like we're really social. So this is like basically being put down. It's like what day of the week are we meeting which person? I mean, it's not that every day is like the same the same people but if we know we're going to meet someone it's usually put down other than that not like the, the only set date that i have a week is basically uh doing the podcast with you guys mm -hmm. because i don't like filling up the calendar for the whole week yeah. like i'm not i'm not a clubs person i hate sports clubs so for me, it's like if I want to go and do something actively, I call one of my buddies and ask if they want to go out. But mm -hmm. it's not like going to soccer on a Monday and mm -hmm. going or going like playing tennis on a Tuesday or something like that. Like this has never, never been something for me. I, I have to feel like it and I want to keep myself the options. Yeah. So for me, when it comes down to that, I usually have plans. Like it's not that I'm going back and I'm just, fumbling my thumbs and go like, yeah, wow, I have nothing to do, but it's more um, in the moment, like on, on more on a short notice. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting because um, I, I'm not practic practicing sports at the moment. And, and I told you guys, I wanted to get back at it, like doing maybe archery or stuff. And I, I yeah. couldn't uh, for the past few months uh, because of reasons. Um, but I find it interesting what you're saying, Jan, because to me, it's the exact opposite. If I don't have on my schedule, like you have, you have practice from uh, eight to 10 on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I won't go. I, I won't do shit. I have to have the thing written on the calendar to um, don't question the fact that, oh, do I feel like going today? Yeah. No, you don't. You, even even though <laughs> you you never you never do. So it's written. You have to go. You've paid for it. It's just like going to a, a therapist. You you mm -hmm. are paying because you have to do the work. If 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 was free, you're not invested in it. Yeah. So that that's how I work. Um, and that's that's also my problem because you said something very interesting, Raz, when it was like um, you, you said committing. Mm. And committing is all about priorities. So if you want to commit your time to a video game, to meeting friends, uh, in your case, uh, Jan, um, or, or whatever it is, you are giving that activity, that meeting, that, that thing, mm -hmm. the priority in your life. Mm -hmm. And my issue, um, my personal issue is that I am, I don't, Maybe I do. I'm. I'm not sure, but I'm. I'm not sure that I'm giving the priority to the right things at the right time in my life. If you see what I mean. Mm -hmm. You mean in general about everything? Uh, yeah. No. Probably not everything, because no, my because like certain things about your family, it's that that's very clear in your mind. I yeah, think. absolutely. Yeah, that mm. uh, my family is my priority. So if they yeah. need something, if they need me, if I need to do something for them, that's on the top of the list, always uh, um, on on the top of the list. But when I have free time, aside from work, when I'm uh, yeah, and it's all kind of blurry the limit. Uh, as you said, Raz, uh, self-employed, you don't have a very 
clear limit between life and work. It's like all mixed up because when you are free time, if you feel like it, if you are not tired, uh, can't still be working in a workshop. So why not do it? But then you are again giving the priority to your work instead of giving it to your personal life, doing sports, having fun, relaxing, seeing friends or whatever. So I'm in the same situation, like I'm working from home. Uh, my wife is working outside. My kids is at school. I have the, the whole day till 3.30 in the afternoon. And then I have to take care of the family, uh, pick up the kid at school and, and so on and so on. So I'm free to organize my my day from the moment I wake up till middle of the afternoon as I please. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's hard for me to prioritize work or relax, it's all mixed up somehow. So it's very difficult to set a priority. um, And the priority is just the sense, my priority is is just the sense of um, being urgent. I have have a deadline like tomorrow, I need to work today. And other than that, it's very difficult to establish the priority that I have. I think we are very similar in a lot of this both in the way of I kind of need to set things on the calendar mm-hmm. or it never happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As, and, and like one of these easy things is knowing that there's dancing on Mondays from this to this o'clock. Mm-hmm. And as long as that is happening, I'm going there. I'm prioritizing doing that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to sort of what all the other things I should be doing, it's sort of yeah. like, yeah, I want to have, a, have the kind of job where I can just put in eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. five days a week and oh that, me too believe me yeah. <laughs> yeah, i would love yeah, that yeah. <laughs> and everything will sort of just roll and work yeah. and i have the routines i have the systems to make that be self-sustaining at that rate i'm yeah. not fully there yet which is why i work a lot a fair bit more yeah. mm-hmm. but i, I kind of like and i think i'm stealing this more from uh what they call the spoon theory uh but it's more about like just having certain amount of action points during mm-hmm. the day or during a week, you can perform a certain amount of actions before you run out of points and you need to recharge. Yeah. And if you spend too many points every single day, then you don't earn enough back for the next day to do mm-hmm. all of the same things. Okay. Does that mechanic uh, work in your mind? Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's like sleep for me. If I yeah, well, it is, like it is. Sleep, yeah. you don't have the energy. It's, it's, so, yeah. You have a maximum of 35 points, but you only get 20 during the night when you sleep full, full eight hours, kind of. Yeah, but it kind of go back to, to, to my initial question of adding, let's say, 400 points in a day, because that's the amount of three minutes that you're supposed to have. Yeah, okay. That's, How do you spend them? No, 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 no. I, I, I don't think, I don't think that, analogy would work at least not for what i'm picturing now mm-hmm. okay i'm thinking like as you said you have uh, your day consists of 24 hours mm-hmm. you there are certain things you cannot avoid doing yeah like sleeping like eating like pooping like working mm-hmm. so you need to allocate a certain amount of time or action points to do those things yeah some of those things might not require effort for most people like make preparing a good meal and eating it for me that's really fun i don't always have the time i would like to spend on it or i might be a little bit more stressed so i opt for cooking something simpler than something that takes longer mm-hmm. but i will never avoid making myself a meal mm-hmm. 
which doesn't surprise anyone listening. No, 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 no. But then you have all the other things like uh, helping your parents with whatever shit is going on or with the car or something mm-hmm. requires time. It requires effort. Yeah. It is probably something that will leave you slightly more exhausted than when you started. So it requires action points. Yeah. Sitting, watching YouTube videos, going for a walk, that's something that could recharge you. Mm-hmm. Sure. So I'm, I'm not gamifying this, mm-hmm. this succinctly in my mind, mm-hmm. but it's kind of how I think about it, where like doing certain things, if I am already in a good place, will make me feel more energized and make me capable of doing more immediately or the day after or the week after. Absolutely. Other things need to be prioritized because if I don't, I'm in deep shit or this is an important thing for me or an important relationship for me. I really, really want to prioritize that maybe to the detriment of other things, but mm-hmm. then it's on me to make sure that I'm not losing out in the long run. I usually, let's say, put it that way. I don't have uh, any issues like using up my points a day. Oh, uh, me neither. I can for, easily spend all of them. <laughs> exactly. For me, the luxury is that I'm able to do it spontaneously. Like one of the yeah. benefits that I'm employed is, I mean, I also have to work overtime, but I am done at a certain point and then I have the time to play. I don't have kids and mm-hmm. Steph and I are free to do whatever we want after that. It's mm-hmm. playtime. And I like being spontaneous when it comes to that. But this is mainly going back because when I was back in the US, I was a service engineer. I was gone for weeks at a time, only working the whole day, coming back to the hotel. And the only thing I was able to do, like my evenings were set because by the time I was at the the hotel, everything was basically closed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, I wasn't into photography. Like it would have maybe changed if I would have had a hobby like that. But for me, it was coming back. It was calling my girlfriend at the time for maybe half an hour, fall asleep because I was beat Mm. from work and repeat and that was my time so i always had everything planned out for me the weekends that i spent back i had to like not say i had to spend but i spent with my girlfriend she made the plans with the friends so it was all out of my control so Mm. i highly enjoy just having the freedom now to do whatever the fuck i want basically do not have everything set I understand what you're saying. Yeah, and when I was working in Japan, it was the same for me. Like, my, I had a really tight schedule, like, all day, every day. It was, like, going yeah. out at set 7, 12 to catch the bus, coming back at 11, yeah, like a hamster 30. Wheel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then repeat the next day. So when I had my Sunday off, I was like, I have the whole day. What can I do? Mm-hmm. Or what do I feel doing? Mm-hmm. It was mainly resting to be able to face the next week, the following yeah. week. Yeah. But when I was recharged, I had free time and I could do whatever I I I wanted to do. The problem was, I was so um, I, I, what's the right word? Maybe disciplined, mm-hmm. or or I I didn't have to think for a second of what was the next thing to do during the week because it was that tight schedule I was referring to. So when we have suddenly a, a, a full day of nothing, what do I do? What do I feel doing? I'm rested. Okay, I have all the possibility in the world, especially in Tokyo, in a city like Tokyo, you can do whatever the fuck you want, really. You have all the option. But if you don't think ahead a little bit, it's just hard to to be busy that day, 
to just get busy because it's yeah. like it's like the the empty pages of an author well, what's the right the first right word what's the first word that you want to write in your story and sometimes it's the the hardest one to find yeah yeah but you said something very interesting uh, uh to me uh raz you, you were referring to uh taking care of the car parents and you said mm. uh if you have the time you know it takes time it takes energy so it's it's two very different things yeah and we've talked about like recharging and um taking the time to recharge to be able to do stuff in the future or because we have been exhausted by the stuff that we've done in the past but the notion of time is like very dif different um compared to the one that let's say you have unlimited energy you're never tired how do you use your time because sometimes you need the time to recharge and then to rest but let's say you don't have to rest hmm. the time that you have left when you have slept worked uh eaten pooped uh what do you do with it how do you choose to 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 use it when it's not a matter of energy then i guess it's more a matter of urgency and or priority what i feel like yeah it's mm -hmm. I mean, you need to figure out your own metrics of what's important to you. But like, if I had unlimited energy and didn't feel the need to stop and relax, mm -hmm. I would probably be spending a hell of a lot more time working on the business. No, you can't. Let's say you can't. You have you have done your eight hours of work and and you're out of the shop and your computer is broken. You have <laughs> your 400 minutes of okay. full energized time in front of you uh, either go dancing or go for a hike because that's the two things that you love doing the most in the world yeah As so that, especially when you sort of limit all of the usual and too easy things to do which would be playing video games watching youtube being on my phone just wait wasting the time away until i'm supposed to go to sleep or go to do something more important see that's where where we probably don't agree um uh, i i would i wouldn't call that wasting time no i wouldn't either if, as long as it is not an escapism and it, i wouldn't mm. maybe call it a, a waste of time because you clearly need it but it depends on the impact it has on your life and how it changes the path you want to take moving forward. If you have a really clear idea of, oh, I want to work out, change my lifestyle, get healthy, then sitting on the sofa watching Netflix for hours and eating junk food is not in line with getting you to that goal. It so depends. you're wasting it. It, it just says, like, it's not. <laughs> it depends if you if you have worked out for two other hours before that resting on you're your couch and it. yeah but as i said and then, then it is a reward then it is relaxing then it's recharging it is not yeah yeah, yeah and, and you're still more doing enjoyable. other things and, and you're still doing the things that are in line with your goal sure yeah. sure if sure. this is keeping you from your goal then you're wasting your time that's what but i'm it, saying it can also be learning from from your videos yeah. I've, i've spent a ridiculous amount of time watching youtube videos because i was learning so much watching them. yeah but how do you learn by how are you taught in school to learn 
No, no. Uh, no, no. Is that what you do <laughs> when you watch YouTube videos? Don't, don't, don't put school in, in, into the discussion because no, but, uh, I think I, I agree. It is two very different things. But yeah. if your argument is I want to learn, then it should be an active effort. It, it is an active effort for me. When I'm watching a YouTube video in, in the perspective of learning something, I am learning everything that I see. So I am, I am, I'm trying to understand why he's doing that, how he's doing that, what is the result, how I would have done it. Is it, do I know a, a better way to do it, or is it something completely new to me that I'm I'm just uh, putting in my memory bank somehow? And and after that, I try it, like do it in real life, and I'm yeah. I'm trying to apply to the things that I want to do. That's how I learned woodworking somehow. I'm not really good at it, but I can build whatever the fuck I want with wood, and it will stand yeah. long enough for me to be <laughs> to use it. Same for lighting videography, like and same thing, videos. yeah. And that's best thing is like you take a video that you found really enjoyable to watch and you dissect mm. it. You know how you like when you see the timeline, the the red line now on YouTube, you see those um little like most yeah. replayed those waves. Mm. Yeah, mm. like if you see like that the whole thing is just existing out of waves. Mm. That's because of idiots like me. Because I will dissect a video, I will sit down with something to write down, and I will mm. watch in like five to 10 seconds increments, try to analyze what I like about the video, how they do the lighting, do my notes. Yeah. And I will scrub through the video forwards, backwards, multiple times to, to okay. get the information out of there. Do you take notes when you do that? Oh yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because like that, that is the one thing that has kind of always been proven about study techniques is you need to take notes to properly learn something. Yeah, that's what you say about maybe, maybe it's more a better way of saying it. If you want to efficiently learn something I, well, I don't. Yeah, you should. You should, you should yeah. at least you should take be, notes. You should think yeah. about. You should rephrase it in your own words, and then you should practice it. Or I don't do completely it. agree with that because if it's something what you already know, what you don't do, agree with science. No, I don't agree with the, uh, <laughs> that you have to write it's, everything it's, down. It's reality visits. Take, for example, like, when Red is doing leatherworking and he needs to know how something works. Like he, he knows he wants to do something, but he needs to figure out how. He will watch a leather video and see somebody doing that. And he mm -hmm. will analyze it. He won't have to write it down because he has the understanding already of the leatherworking. He just wants to know how the person does it. It's the same with videography. If you film for some time, you have your own experience and you start watching videos just to see how people do it and you pick up on it. So there's no really a need to write it down. It's like, oh, that's how they did it. It's just if you do it in a, in a, in a huge amount with like a lot of stuff, you don't know how to do it in there. Mm. So like you know how the end result is supposed to look like, but you have no clue how to get there. Then it's when you start to have to make notes. I think it depends I, if you have the basic knowledge of the thing or not. Exactly. Like if you're because, just building upon, then yeah, if like, I I do that with movies and TV series all the time. Like rewatching, I I usually watch a movie or a TV series for the fun, and then when I really enjoyed it or noticed something that I I want to to know more about, I will rewatch, and this time it, yeah, I'm just 
I'm actively watching, like trying to analyze everything that's been done or said or the way I don't really care about the light, even though it's, it's important in a TV show, but it's more about the, the acting and the phrasing and the, the, the rhythm of the conversation. I'm doing that currently with Doctor Who mm. because there is so fucking great episode only that I want to rewatch only about that, mm. only about the phrasing, the conversation, the rhythm, and uh, the way they act when they are saying the the the, the dialogues, and so I'm rewatching the same the same episodes over and over again because every time I pick new stuff, and even though it's it's useless to me at the moment because I'm not a director, I'm not planning on doing a movie with actors anytime soon. It I learn a lot, and it it makes me I don't know uh, I, I I don't know what it makes me. In fact, I think it makes it me makes happy you, somehow. Well, uh, well, yeah, that that's good, and that's maybe the most important. Yeah, but I think also it makes you more aware of certain things to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Like, Probably. if if you want to be good at making YouTube videos, being really good at making videos in general is helpful. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I agree. And if you know how to tell a story then it doesn't matter where and how you try to tell that story, how you build up the tension, how you set the scene is the same. It's just kind of different what tools you have available to you. If it's in written form, then there's slightly different rules to how you portray that scene, how you build up the tension. Mm. And there's different things you can do with the words and the punctuation to have different impacts. Sure, sure. But that goes kind of the same to how you cut and edit a video, yeah. the rhythm that gets, it has mm. more or less the same effect. Yeah, the, the problem is that um, I don't need to, to, to be very good at understanding uh, how movie or TV show is, is done. I've, I've studied yeah. that a lot if, in the past. If I may, if I may jump on that a little bit, I yeah. think it's actually really, really fucking important to have something that you want to be bad at. I, I suck at knitting, if, if it helps. Yeah, but you don't do knitting. I could. Yeah, but you don't. No, because I know I suck at it. Yeah, but... Um, okay, so, so may, maybe rephrasing that... I think it's really important to have something that you enjoy so much that you want to do it despite being terrible at it. Am I terrible at making videos? That's no, what you're I'm not saying. saying right? No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> not yet, anyway. You haven't made videos in a while, so I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm no, but, terrible no, no. being in front of the camera. I know that. No, you're not. You yeah. think you are, which is different. Yeah, that's very different. I mean, if you enjoy making music, but you're a shit musician then yeah by all means i think you should keep doing that but that, yeah. that can easily be more objective because you could be playing out of time but you can having a lot of fun doing it absolutely yeah. the same with dancing i just still don't consider myself to be really good i know i'm better than some people especially people that are beginners mm-hmm. but then it happens that i also hang out with people that are really really good at a hell of a lot of things that i really struggle with in dancing and music yeah, but you also and I'm still having fun people 
you're you're seeing those people so you're comparing your level to the yeah. level of people who've been dancing for years and years and have have actively progressed through time in order to become very good at it but if you and i would have to to do a, a, a dance off you would win because i wouldn't dance yeah, because, because i know it's like no 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 <laughs> I'm, i'm not old i'm vintage or mature <laughs> pick one of those <laughs> we, we, honestly we have an expression in norway that is we, we, instead of saying someone is old we do say they are well grown up exactly that's what i am um, <laughs> no but uh, uh, to to go back a little bit uh, um yeah to to go a little bit back in time about about the the video making and the the it I, it makes me happy to understand better videos and and tv shows and movies that knowledge is not something that i would probably use in my videos because when i i have an idea for a video something that i would like to do i'm very much limited by the tools that i have as you said the tools are not especially the camera the microphone the lightning or whatever it's just the space that i'm i'm shooting in i, I can't go outside and shoot in public the video of me making something i could do that for the for the intro and the outro just to to tell a story but i'm very limited i'm not i'm not shooting in a studio with unlimited um tools so the the amount of time that i'm uh giving to something that i love is probably even if though it's it, it's active viewing and it requires focus and energy and concentration and whatever it's it's not like me resting on a coach on, on a couch not a coach okay it's a very different mm -hmm. story um <laughs> on a couch watching netflix and eating chips it's it's something that i still enjoy doing and makes me makes me happy and fulfill me if you see mm -hmm. what i mean hence my question about priority in life and how you use your time it, 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 i i go back to the very very first mention of it is when a student told me i didn't have the time to do the homework no you had the time to do your homework because like i said you have 400 minutes a day and you had that every day for a week so you chose to not do your homework because you had other priorities in your life at that time which i can understand yeah and i i still can forgive a, a student that 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 did that or doesn't do his homework for a week it's becoming a problem when it's like a, a, a regular thing like two weeks three weeks in a row i didn't do my work right so you mm -hmm. basically don't give a fuck and then we have a problem but giving priority to other stuff or other people is something that i consider very important in life because otherwise we could we could only be watching youtube videos on netflix uh sitting up laying down on on a couch and eating junk food all day every day could be fun could be relaxing could be entertaining for us it could but fuck would be so sad so also yeah. if everyone is doing it who's making the youtube videos <laughs> yeah that too that very too. good point very good point Do you feel sometimes like guilty of not making yourself a video or, or or not making yourself something when you see other people make videos like actively making something and shooting and putting it out on YouTube? 
That's, that happens to me. Last time I watched, was watching a video on YouTube, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I should be making a video mm-hmm. instead of watching a video. I mean, yes, I sometimes have that feeling, but why do you have that feeling? Because I know I, I, I could do more than, than what I'm currently doing or making. Yeah. But, and it's been a long time since I published a video. I mean, yes, all of those things, I recognize them. And I do kind of agree, especially also for my own case. Yeah, I feel you. those things. But why do you feel like it's important that you should make vid- YouTube videos? I think I have a... I, well, I'm going to use a big word, but I think I have hold a on. responsibility. Everybody hold on. Yeah, Sit hold down. on. <laughs> um, I, I, f- I think I have some, I have some sense of duty or responsibility towards the the people who are following my work on youtube Mm -hmm. like subscribing to my channel expecting a new video that that they could enjoy and not me and me not making the video the said video makes me kind of feel guilty of not making them or, or offering them what they they are expecting um plus i think making videos could help my business somehow if only to just advertise my work and and make me be more seen on the world, in the world, yeah, upon the world, you'd should the one that fits. Um, <laughs> see what I mean? I mean, yeah, it, it's like if you if you don't shout out to the world that you're existing, the world doesn't give a fuck, doesn't care. So you have to be out there and show that you are making stuff. Uh, that some people can enjoy and then therefore buy. It's all the advertising bullshit that we are constantly talking about, but I should be doing that to help my business. I should be doing a video that people enjoy because they are somehow expecting me to produce a new video. Yeah, and, but- and above all that, because I like doing videos, I like making videos, it's fun. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's that I think of- is the important reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, yes, you should always have something that you do, like I said, that is fun, that you do only for the sake of you enjoy doing it. Mm. Maybe even despite or because of that fact that you're bad at it. And no, I'm not saying that you are. Thank you. But I think it is important to have something you enjoy so much that you want to do it even though you are bad at it. Yeah, sure. Objectively or subjectively or whatever. If you still have that enjoyment, I think that is really, really good. Yeah. Even better is the thing that you enjoy and you get some pleasure from is in line with the goal you have for, you, for yourself. Yeah. And I agree. Making YouTube videos, I think, is a really good way to market your business. Mm. The same is doing making posts and reels on TikTok and Facebook and Instagram. Mm. It is showing the fact that you're doing something. Should I say something yes please <laughs> we can see when you, you say the whole back fuck you son or <laughs> you know um little something regarding that i yesterday i took out my eos m camera like mm-hmm. my old one the one that i started filming with yeah i cleaned all the lenses for it and i completely like wipe the camera and install the new magic lantern software like the newest one on it and i tested all the settings for continuous recording so that thing is set ready to go and all the three batteries for it are also charged so yes. i'm running out of excuses yes yep. you are 
So yeah, that would that was that. But basically, because of the same thing that Red just said, because I watched another video that was really well made, simple but really well made, and I, um, that kind of reminded me why I started. Yeah. Because I started watching YouTube videos that got me into making stuff that had the fun, and at one point I thought, well, maybe I can contribute something to that. Sure. Like basically giving something back. So yeah, and I'm I'm finally getting into that the whole like groove again, and I'm right now is the best time for it because I have a little bit more time after work, and I don't feel like sitting there and like watching YouTube videos because it's nice seeing that and making ideas about how you could do it, but it's not mm -hmm. the same as just going up and actually doing it. Yeah, so it's not the same. It, it's it's it can be fun as well it's i don't i wouldn't say it's equally fun you said something very important that is also on on our topic list i guess because i remember i put that there is like remember why you started mm -hmm. uh, and it could be a completely different show and and we could talk about that for an hour or so but that's very important to always remember why you started something and usually you start something because it looks fun because it is fun mm -hmm. and you keep doing it because it is fun. And then one day you stop because it's not fun anymore. And that's why I stopped making video for a, a few months because it's not fun anymore. It was not fun anymore. It was exhausting. It was like feeling like a, like work, but the boring work mm -hmm. that, oh, fuck, I have to edit that video. And as, as you said, yeah, now it's coming back again. I, I miss it and I need, I want to go back. I need to go back to it. And, and, that's also what I've been doing last week. Uh, prep the prepping, finishing prepping the the workshop, mm. and doing the changes that I wanted to 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 do. You know, to go to be able to have more space and be more efficient when making and making videos. So that's cool. That is definitely something to focus on. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you want to go start, go, want to go start? Want to go first? Yeah. Yep, sure. And I, <laughs> that, that's going to be first. No, not really, but um, Netflix. Ooh. There's uh, anime running right now. And I think the third episode should, oh, today, I think it's the third episode coming out or the fourth. Uh, Dungeon Mashi. Okay. I'm probably completely butchering it. It's uh, the translation is delicious in dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that. It's not, so not watched weird. It, but it, it's it so weird fun. that it's actually pure fun. You know, it's that dungeon adventurer. I'm not going to go too deep into the story. It's revealed like right in the beginning what the story is actually about, mm -hmm. and it's that adventurer group. But the whole thing is basically just they're hunting monsters and cooking them. Yes. And there's no okay. really sense okay. behind it. It's just it's just hilarious to watch, and I, I've been laughing so much during that whole episode. It's just uh, fantastic. So nice. that's that's mine. Dungeon cool. Meji or Delicious in Dungeon. Mm. Cool, cool. I I I I heard food related thing, and I have to check it out. <laughs> yes. Okay. I I'll go next. Yep. Yeah. Uh, a good friend of mine started doing a lot more YouTube videos or mm -hmm. started doing YouTube videos. Hmm. And his most recent, it's also my buddy Leonard who forged the post vice that I have mentioned a couple of times yeah. and came down and helped me with my power hammer. Yeah. And he's got himself some really good gear and he's really starting <laughs> to get into the rhythm of how to edit videos. His most recent one is how to forge a seven inch framing axe, traditional Norwegian style framing axe. Nice. 
And it's a really good video and a really interesting one. Yeah. And I do recommend people do go check him out because I think he barely broke 100 subscribers <clears throat> as of recording. And okay. the thing is blacksmith heritage in one word on YouTube. But there will be a linky thing into Notion thing. Or the Notion thing? Yes, also, but uh, show notes things. In the things. Yeah. There will be things all, and things. All the things. Yes. Okay. Um, I have one, uh, maybe two. Um, so um, the main one is I'm I'm trying I'm gonna try to pronounce uh, his name right. It's a YouTube video. It's called Friak Viaringa. Maybe I'm not I'm not sure. Oh yeah, I follow that guy. He's a Dutch uh, blacksmith, uh, and, and he makes swords, swords, not swords. No, yeah. yeah, he makes swords, beautiful swords and knife, uh, and knives. Uh, fucking hell! Um, this is this. Yeah, that one. Uh, <laughs> no, he makes very very cool things. The video is the videos are usually uh, pretty simple. There is no like a big work on editing or, or or in the the way he makes them but the work is absolutely beautiful uh, and recently he made a damascus katana um yeah and it's really nice just love it uh but everything that he makes is is kind of wow uh he's he's working very hard um he, i don't think he gets the recognition that he should have even though he have he has 500,000 more subscribers. The videos don't make that many views. Um, so it's, it's kind of sad to see him working his butt off to make nice, cool shit and videos and having only like 3,000 views on a video. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's really good. So Friak Vieringa, I think, will put the link in the, in the thingy. Yeah. Um, and I have a second one very quickly because we are talking about uh, making videos and there is a guy on uh, YouTube, also a small channel of 242,000 subscribers uh, called Javier Mendez. Uh, is giving uh, tips and tricks uh, on uh, Premiere Pro, uh, mostly how to edit videos and to to uh, save time when you're editing a video. He's a really good dude. Uh, the videos are entertaining. He's funny, but he always has, has good good um, tips uh, for you to to be more efficient when you are editing your own videos. So Javier Mendez on YouTube and the Blacksmith Sky. Very cool. Right. And I probably should take the time to try to re-educate myself a bit more when it comes to editing. So I need to check that out. Yeah. I mean, you can also just watch for fun because there is a lot of stuff that is talking oh, about. No fun. All education. Yeah, you yeah, could sure. remove okay. that TikTok icon <laughs> on your Instagram videos. <laughs> Do so. we have any last little tiddly bits? Uh, yeah, uh, a quick one, really quick one. Uh, the other day I was uh, doing nothing uh, at night and Rory, our friend Rory May, the Dutch Smith, mm -hmm. was on Twitch. Um, so I joined uh, and he talked about uh, his move back to Colorado for uh, a whole hour and it was a 
freaking adventure again. Wait, they, um, they moved from Missouri to yeah. Oregon? So, oh. so uh, was it two Out of years misery? ago? <laughs> <laughs> uh, two years ago, I think it was. They moved from Colorado to Misery, and Just now during it, the pandemic, at least. Yeah, two, three years ago. I, I, I don't remember. I'm not sure. Should be three years ago at this point. But, yeah. but they moved back to Colorado. Okay. Uh, and it was quite an adventure. So he explained all of that to me on 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 Twitch, and it was kind of fun. So just uh, just a quick uh, shout out to uh, Rory uh, because he's he's live streaming on Twitch from time to time, which is great. Um, mm. Happy that he's back in in Colorado because he loves the place and he's feeling way better over there. So that's great. And he's yeah. also working on relaunching his brand, his business, and his website mm. and videos and stuff from what I've uh, understood. So that's great. And I'm, I'm very looking forward to it. Nice. That's good to hear. Yeah. And I hope he, he'll be back in the show some sometime. I hope so too. He's good. He's yeah. a good one. Any last little tiddly bits? No, that was a tiddly bit. Sorry, yeah. I'm repeating myself. Yeah, you we're are. done. If you want to get the really interesting and weird pre-show that we ended up doing for this episode, you can find that at patreoncom thirds focused and you can find us also collectively on mostly of the other social media stuffs. And you can find me at Rasmus Lewin and Lewinsmed.no. And you can find me at Dorit Smith or Red Smith everywhere on the internet, most specifically at DoritSmith.com. And you can find me at Nerd Inventor or Jan Underline Maxwell on Insta and YouTube. Nice. Excellent. Thank you for listening. Yes. Thank you. Bye. Have a good week. Bye bye. <laughs>